Hello, everyone, and welcome to Quadrant 4 Politics, the podcast where we discuss politics from a libertarian and conservative perspective. Uh, my name is Riley, and I'm here with my co-host, Matt. Say hello, Matt. Hello, Matt. <laughs> uh, this is episode 11 of Quadrant 4 Politics, but today is a special episode because, uh, well, we hit episode 10 last time. I think that's kind of an achievement, right? I guess, yeah. Uh, well... Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Episode 11, we're changing some things, actually. We're doing a different uh, format here. Instead of having a topic of the day, we're actually just going to do the questions that we have uh, randomly selected from the political compass test. Um, and we're just going to shoot the shit. I think that that's going to make uh, for a better listening experience, just casually having a conversation and having some fun. And like we've talked about, we like to discuss uh, ideas a little bit more than, you know, necessarily what's politically relevant or dividing our country or whatnot so this will give us a way to you know talk a little more philosophically it will also not like restrain us from like we can just discuss whatever we want to talk about we never have to stay necessarily on topic um not that we do but yeah (laughs) yeah. uh so yeah before we begin uh you can check us out on youtube and soundcloud and you can email us at quadrant4politics at gmail.com uh that's the number four uh not the not spelled out for um and send us a comment and like comment subscribe Uh, if you send us a comment we will read it on the air and discuss it uh that'd be a lot of fun if it's a question that's even better uh, all right, so let's begin. Um, we have the political compass test cut up. We printed it out and we cut it up. It's in a plastic baggie in front of me. And Matt is our very special person who pulls out the question. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's our picker. Uh, and so he's going to pick a uh, question randomly, and we're going to start with that. Uh, here we go. Uh, as you can probably hear, the plastic bag that he is choosing from. And uh, as I... random. Because it's random, yeah. And it's not about, we're not setting this up, right? Not at all. This is this is real. You are fisting my fingers right now. Awesome. <laughs> oh, uh, man, I got, I felt the one I want. You got one? I all right. You, oh, yes. Jesus So, and it, remember, it's in agree or disagree format. Those ladies you're with are lucky with their, with your fingers getting <laughs> yeah, inside just, that bag. Just go in and, <laughs> all right, that's not um, appropriate for... As I always say when we're doing the uh, uh, political compass test, we, we don't think that this is a uh, completely... Uh, uh, foolproof test to find out where you are on the political compass. It's just a good reference point, and it's fun to do. It is. Um, so, anything to say before we start with the question? I'm excited to see what I got in my hand. And again, it's agree or disagree style. Yeah, so it's a, a strongly agree, agree, disagree, and strongly disagree. Four options. They do not let you have the middle ground on this one. That's because they want you to make a choice. But they do. They. Okay. There is no fucking chill with this test. Alright, I got an idea. <laughs> I'm going to tell you should I tell you beforehand if I agree or disagree before I tell you the question, or should we discuss it first? If you want to tell me ahead okay. of time, but you need to, we can't have dead air while you're reading and deciding. All right, I'll read it. <laughs> Wait, okay, well, I gotta read it. <laughs> Matt I feel like we've already read question. this one. Remember, we did episode zero? Um, but well, maybe we didn't. Anyway, let's You just, know, if we have duplicates, that's okay. Well, yeah, whatever. You know, whatever. Question 38 out of 62. Um, my answer would be agree. All right. All right. The question is, (laughs) what's good for the most successful corporation is always ultimately good for all of us. Ooh, interesting. Can I read that again? You sure can. Uh, Let me see. What's good for the most successful corporations is always ultimately good for all of us. Did it say always? 
I believe so. There's a lot of commas in there. Yeah, they're always ultimately good, all of us. Anyway, um, like I said, I don't usually, I very rarely have a strongly opinion because I'm, I try to see things in the middle, and so that would be the same with this one. Uh, but the way I see it is, you know, people uh, bash on corporations and whatnot, and especially as more people are accepting socialism, that becomes more common. But, uh, you know, the same people doing that are also the same people who, if employed, employed are employed by uh, a corporation. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, there's a difference between big business and small business as well, but uh, corporations provide jobs. And even if they're greedy, even if they're doing some bad things, you know, they're still supplying jobs and supplying products and services. Um, And that's as long as we're a capitalist country um, and a free market country, a corporation's success is tied into the consumers, you know, uh, like and concern for it. So. Absolutely. Um, this is a weird question because uh, you said you agree with it, not strongly agree. Not strongly agree because, I mean, big corporations can also cause damage. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the word always being in there is frustrating because, you know, then you get to decide between the four that's, answers afterwards. But That's the problem with this uh, political compass test is because every question can be interpreted so many mm-hmm. ways. Yeah. Um, like this question can be interpreted anything anything that's good for a business is good for everyone it, like the generation or the population in general which isn't true because there's you know there's a lot of things that can be good for businesses that don't apply to the general population at all you know um but if we're talking in regards to free market taxes regulation, yeah, I think um, taxing businesses less. I think regulating businesses less. Um, just overall government having their hands in business is bad. I think it stifles inter- innovation. I think it stifles the free market. I think it stifles uh, smaller businesses growing. Um, so in that sense, I would strongly agree that government stepping taking taking a step back from big business is good for all of us i think it grows the economy i think it offers jobs and it also makes pr- better products for us to consume well um, i mean you're that's coming at it from a very libertarian aspect which you which know I is am. which that's what you do yeah. but that's not it's not necess- it doesn't say anything about government explicitly it's just saying what's good for the corporation and so. that that's why this i, I the test is so uh, I think unreliable is because that's the way I interpret the question is I interpret it are they discussing I mean it's a political test are yeah, we talking like about what's government what's the spirit here? of the question or yeah. what's the question they're trying to get out there exactly but if, if it's like if something's good for a business I can't think of any specific things off the top of my head but like uh, a bunch of inve- uh, a business going public and allowing investors to invest in the company is that something that's generally good for the entire population if you know, a business finally gets big enough to become public. Is that good for all of us? I mean, it might make their products better, but I know a lot of uh, businesses that get worse when they go public because um, investors all of a sudden start, like when a video game company gets big enough, 
to have public investors, all of a sudden the public investors are like, the, these, the words I'm about to say might not make sense to you because you don't play video games, but the public investors might be like, you know, Fortnite is a free-to-play game. We want you to have a free-to-play game that's full of microtransactions. Oh, Fortnite, I reference Forrest in Fortnite because it's the biggest video game out there right now. You've probably heard of it. Mm. Um, Fortnite is a battle royale game, so we want you to make a battle royale game. Uh, you know, uh, Fortnite is an online-only game. We want you to create an online-only game. And then this, you know, indie video game studio that was previously creating, like, really beautiful story-driven single-player games is now forced by the investors to make a Fortnite clone that probably isn't going to do very well because Fortnite already exists. People don't need a clone of Fortnite. Um, and so, you know, is that good for the business to go public, even though that's considered you know, a success when a business goes public and uh, gets investors, but that's not good for us as the consumers necessarily. Same thing happens well, with I, movie studios so, and, and stuff. I, I mean, that ties in because what's good for the business is to make profits. And if yeah. it, so just because they go public, if their profits, profits go down, yeah. just because of what's usually regarded as good, mm -hmm. it's not good all of a sudden. Also, if they make profits by not treating their employees well. Well, and you know, that's the thing is I think Capitalism and or just free market, you know, because capitalism often has images of greed associated with it and, uh, you know, different classes and whatnot. But if if the consumer had more, if us consumers realized the power we had in the free market, then it would feel a lot more like, I think, what everybody who's hoping for all this equality and, you know, less poverty and whatnot i think society would look a lot more like that if we supported only the select businesses that we thought were you know not didn't have a bunch of human rights violations weren't you know making shoddy crap in only third the businesses world that were super woke <laughs> uh well sure but you know i mean when i say human rights violations i mean things that like legit human rights violations. Yeah, like things that like you know, every country can come together and say, yeah. like, this is not wrong or this is not right, you yeah. know. So, you know, it's uh, I think, you know, but that's also hard to do because sometimes it's like, you know, oh, this place uses plastic that's going to end up in the ocean, but it's also going to cost me, you know, a dollar less than going to get the super recyclable product or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. that's down the street. So, I mean, that only works to a certain extent, but. You know, that's kind of how uh, supply and demand work. And if we put a little more effort into it as individuals and ultimately collectively, then I think it would be best for those corporations and then it would come down to being the best for us. Yeah. If that made any sense. But. Yeah, it's... Um, we're going off topic now and that that's cool. Uh, but I want... I, the... the thing I, I, I love about the free market which you know the the free market is good for business so I think it's good for all of us how's this off topic um, I'm sorry I guess it's not really off topic yeah, but um, I tried to tie it back in I have a fucking fly flying near me it's one of those little ones I hate it I wish it would die um, but anyways um, kill flies that's the campaign I'm gonna run on when we run for president I'll be your vice president you know and I'll flies wear lives matter too so. <laughs> flies lives do not matter flies lives matter <laughs> you know what all lives matter <laughs> you can't say that <laughs> you cannot say 
say that in 2019. All lives matter. Shit. No, because to say that truth is very hurtful to people. It is. Very God forbid you say all lives matter. God fucking forbid that Watch you say all lives matter. Um. Fucking mouth, Riley. <laughs> um, the free market is good for all of us. Uh, it's good for business, and it's good for all of us because we have the power to change business. A perfect example of one man changing business is the movie, the documentary, the high-class documentary called Super Size Me. In that movie, that documentary changed McDo- the course of McDonald's for the future. That yeah, movie. they don't supersize their fries anymore, which is Well, bullshit. not only that, but they've... Um, they've increase the health standards they've increased the quality of their food um they've mm. made everything better there since super size me because super size me came out 20 years ago shit i don't 20 know 20 years it ago, may not God. have been 20 years but it feels like it's been 20 years that movie's I fucking think it was the mid 2000s that, that movie if you watch it now there's a lot of like really dated things that are like they don't even serve that at McDonald's anymore. Um, but ever since super size me came out that was a huge shift for McDonald's I wouldn't be surprised if Super Size Me was on like the Wikipedia page in McDonald's history. But, you know, that's one man who went on a mission to point out, like, hey, look at McDonald's. This is not healthy, and Americans are just living on this. And then that became a worldwide phenomenon, and these uh, owners of McDonald's were like, oh, shit, people are on our, on our ass about this. Let's do something. And ever since then, I, th- I don't think there's anyone who can de- deny that McDonald's has not gotten better since Super Size Me. But there's also... Um, there's also... Well, you don't like that they don't Super Size anymore. No, no, but no, I no. Think McDonald's My point is, is that McDonald's is still not very healthy. It's gotten better, though, and that's the point. I mean, it's like, not... People it's know like when they go to McDonald's. It's considered, like, not even food by most standards. Well, I mean, it, it depends on who you are. I mean, have if you, you're have you seen Mc... that jar experiment? Jar? Like how they... I've you seen... Can, you can put McDonald's in a airtight jar. Oh, yeah. And it, it will doesn't... not go bad. You know, that may have changed, though, since Super Size Me. I don't Because think that so. was in Super Size Me. The, that experiment was in the end credits of Super Size Me. I, I understand, but I don't think it... I mean, we did that test in high school, which yeah. was, I guess, a couple years after years it came ago. out. But yeah, um, my point is, is that I don't. I mean, McDonald's might have changed a few things, and that made a few people happy because McDonald's listened. But if you, in the spirit of the question, if you go back and look at McDonald's history, you know, it gives uh, you know people who are against free market a something to stand on because. The founder of McDonald's is his name is Ray Kroc, even though the person who started it, his last name is McDonald's, but he was bought out for what back then was a big portion of like a million dollars or whatnot, you know. So um, he got money for it. That seems fair to me. Yeah, but he, I mean, he was really mistreated, and he got kind of just screwed out, well, that's, screwed over, and that's what happened to. Um, uh, actually, I love superheroes, so I'm going to bring it up. Superman and Batman both had. Um, creator issues um the creator uh jerry cycle and the other guy who created superman two poor jewish guys in new york city created superman or maybe it was cleveland i can't remember but anyways they created superman superman got famous but then quickly died because it like uh he got really famous and then they wanted like general society wasn't interested in superheroes so much so superman's popularity kind of died and they lost the rights or something like that and it wasn't until like after they died or like later in their life that dc finally went up to them and were like hey we're going to give you credits and uh 
they they started making money from it, and now their family actually has money for them creating Superman. But they lived in poverty for a big chunk of their life, even after creating Superman. And now, when you ever, whenever you see a Superman movie or comic or anything Superman related, it will always say Superman created by Jerry Siegel and the other guy. I can't remember his name. And the same thing happened with Batman. It was created by one guy, um, and then and there was another guy named Bill Finger who had a huge hand in creating Batman, but it wasn't until 2015 or 16 or 17 that people like looked at the history of Batman and went, oh shit, this guy had a lot of input into creating Batman as we know him today, and he has not been created, he has not been put on the labels of anything Batman related uh, ever. And so now when you look at things that are created by Batman, it's just created by the first guy and then Bill Finger, because Bill Finger, they're finally giving him the credit that he deserves, even though I'm pretty sure he's already dead. I'm, he's most likely dead. Uh, Superman and Batman were created like in the 30s, I think. Yeah. Um, but, but Can I tell you what a big hole in the story is? What? Is that these were Jewish guys, so they were going to find a way to become rich. I don't know if Bill rich. Finger was Jewish. <laughs> we're going there. I see how it is. <laughs> you said more comedy because of this new format. So yeah, um, I mean, yeah, but well, no, uh, Jerry Seigel, <laughs> I mean, the creators. Well, okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm Jewish and I'm rich, right? Is that, is that how That's it works? Uh, he's he's not Jewish, but uh, yeah, they haven't seen me. Well, I could think they have actually. I made that Captain Marvel video. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's right. They did see my face. Right I do not have yeah. a giant nose. <laughs> hey, not appropriate. This is 2019. <laughs> yeah, People are getting offended yeah, as you speak. Inappropriate. About other things, but when <laughs> this shows, they'll uh, get offended. Well, hey, if we have any Jewish listens that, listeners out there, please come on our guest and tell me I'm a Nazi, and we can discuss it civilly and peacefully, and I would happy... And let them know what a real Nazi is, not well, lame white guys yeah, making a joke. Handy, hey, hey, just chilling, making jokes. Chilling and making um, jokes, that's... So, are you not defending the free market? Is that what's what's going on? I'm saying, I'm saying the. Or are you free just market, playing the devil's advocate? No, I'm saying the free market uh, and capitalism are not a perfect system by any means. If you remember, but you asked me. I think me, that the free market gives the people the most power because I think that we can rise up and demand things of businesses. Um, I'm trying to think of other, like this is a dumb example, but it's an example nonetheless. Uh, Starbucks and straws. And Uh. it's something I disagree with, but it's like there was a huge outrage of like, we don't want these straws going in turtles' nostrils anymore because there was that video that came out with the turtle's nostril and he had a straw in it. Um, Just one? uh, the one I saw, I mean, sure, I'm sure there were more than one, but the one I saw, it was actually a green straw. It could have been a Starbucks straw for all I know. I found out most of the pop, uh, pollution in the ocean is from China, actually, though. But regardless, uh, that's a whole different topic. But, um, I mean, that's a change. We demand, or not we, but the woke, woke people who care significantly about plastic in the ocean, they were like... Um, fuck straws and we're not going to go to any place that has straws all of a sudden now when you go to starbucks you have to pretty much beg for a straw and i get remember like crap yeah we went to we went to starbucks and we asked for a straw and they were they pretty much find it shit in your drink here's your straw buddy exactly (laughs) like i was you know directly shoving it in the nostril yeah it was like thanks for the straw like i promise to leave this on a beach is what i will do (laughs) for you i'll be sure this ends up in a turtle's asshole 
Yep, that, that <laughs> was what I was going for. I didn't want the coffee. I just wanted to hurt turtles. I just wanted the straw. <laughs> Give me a straw, beach. <laughs> I go to Starbucks and I hold them up. And it's not for money, it's for straws. That, straws. That's what the woke people would be most upset about. Pretty soon we're going to have to special order straws from fucking China. That's probably be like true. shit on Wish. You know the Wish app? How they have all those garbage mm. products on Wish? Uh, you don't go on Facebook very often. They advertise on Facebook all the time. But Wish is like a Chinese app, or it's like an app where you can get a bunch of shitty Chinese products. And it's like half the time they're free, but they don't ship for like two months. And all you have to pay for is shipping. But usually it's something that's really crappy two and months? poorly made. Yeah, it's it's a really weird app. Holy you should look crap. it up. Um, my my girlfriend uses it, and she gets products on there sometimes where she'll like get like a crochet set that's like kind of cool but and it's free all she had to do is pay for shipping from china and then she gets it like two or three months later because i don't know it's fucking coming from china and a lot of it's like really shitty probably like paint made with lead kind of shit you know <laughs> so give to your child as a yeah, snack yeah, yeah. <laughs> here's some you lead want paint. something sweet like Here's this. Quit your bitching. So you're me, lucky you're getting fed today, child. Let me ask you a question then. So you said ultimately, you know, tax breaks are better for the corporations. Do you have any opinions about how the Trump tax breaks have turned out? Uh, I, I'm I'm not one to deny that Trump has done good things. He's also been the uh, uh, the libertarians have called him several times the deregulator in chief. Um, well, yeah, he came up with that policy for every regulation you add, you have to get rid of two. Yeah, and so Which those I don't are know how that even works. I, I mean, it, when it comes to any president, there's good and bad things. Obama did things I like. I can't uh, gay marriage. He was a big promoter of, and even though I think the best solution to gay marriage is just not have government involved in marriage at all, but it's like he still made things that were good for the most part yeah he uh supported it in his 2012 campaign yeah. because the polls had switched to 50 percent well so. that's a that's a free market change right there that's okay, i mean it's government but product, it's still people telling you know giving our so, opinion it's pandering to the masses yeah yeah and well no that's what we want from that's what we want from politicians though we want politicians to listen to the population we don't want politicians. do we want them to fake their beliefs because of that to an extent. Like, I think personally, Obama probably has never really had a big deal with gay marriage, but he did it because the polls indicated that well, I, I, 53 When he was elected people, in 2008, he was against gay marriage because it wasn't accepted, but by the time I'm the saying. second election came around, it was. But that's, I mean, we're getting off a little topic here, but this is important because the McCain-Palin ticket was destined for failure from day one. Because, you think so? Well, following the Bush administration given the fact that you tend to switch parties from one president to the next, given the fact that Obama's election was historical, people were really excited to, you know, finally elect somebody besides a white man, you know. I think, you know, I think it was destined for failure. You know, not because not really for failure, but they were destined for loss because Obama was gonna win, or probably whoever the Democrat, but especially when Obama got the nomination. Um, like towards the end, Republicans were giving money to Hillary Clinton because they thought she'd be easier to beat. Oh, okay. So then towards Obama. the end of uh, Obama and Hillary running against yeah. each other. Um, so my point is, though, like McCain and Palin still said what their true thoughts were on gay marriage, even though it was probably even a little harsher than what the public wanted to hear at the time. Well, so I'd rather just have a 
politician, just tell me what they really think. Even if it's, oh, this is what I personally believe and this is what I think should be law. Yeah. You know, because if that's the person who's going to be the head of our government, like, you need to be up front with us about that. Well, my example with Republicans pandering to their audiences with gun rights, like, do you think that Trump is really a gung-ho gun fan? Like, the no, only I reason why Trump he is... No, I definitely panders to us. I don't yeah. think he's religious Well, also, all, do you but... think Mitch McConnell is a gung-ho gun fan? Do you think he has a collection of guns? He's from Kentucky. Uh, I guess. Trump's from New York. He's an old Big turtle. difference. Yeah, okay. Um... I can't think of any but, others. No, just, Justin Amash is uh, pretty much a libertarian now. He's independent. But I don't see him as being a gung-ho gun guy. I do see Sarah Palin and uh, uh, McCain and, like, Dick Cheney. They're, they're big gun guys. Well, Dick Cheney Dick shot Cheney. someone. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but the fact is, is, like, I don't own guns. I don't – have I shot a gun? Well, me, I guess I've, me neither. I've I don't been a long time since I've shot a gun. But I'm still – I still support guns. Like, and I support people's right to have them, but I don't, I am just telling you what I honestly believe without having ever touched one. It's yeah. not like Obama had to kiss a boy before he decided, you know, mm-hmm. I'm for gay marriage or I'm against it, you know. I'm well, just also, saying, tell us what you believe. You, and be you believe that about politicians it. can be bought out, right? Not necessarily bought out, be, yeah. but Oftentimes like if they get they a big go. donation from the NRA, they're not necessarily going to be like, no, you know. <laughs> Because well, a politician, I mean, like a, a senator, based on their Senate income, they only make like $300,000 a year, right? Less than that. I think it's uh, like two twenty. But they all get wealthy rich because of all their donations from big companies or organizations that have a political agenda, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not making a conspiracy theory. I, I, I'm either asking an honest question or this is the truth. Well, they get paid for speeches and they get paid to show up at universities they get paid to write books so yeah. i don't know exactly where all their income comes from but uh i'm like al gore for example left the white house with two million dollars and now he has over a hundred million dollars and i think there's an inconvenient truth to that and uh <laughs> pun <laughs> so i mean yeah they get rich but you know some times that's by what they're involved in and whatnot that was a really good joke did you come up with that yourself or do you steal that i just came up with it dude that was genius oh thanks that is an inconvenient truth i love it okay anyway (laughs) so back to the point is i just you know i maybe it doesn't work i might just be naive but i think you know people should be straightforward especially if you want to be the leader of the country even if you're going to say like Let's take gay marriage, for example. I don't support it personally, but I believe it's settled law by the Supreme Court. And if I'm elected, Wait, I you, will not. You don't support gay marriage? I'm speaking as a as what somebody might say. Oh, okay. They okay. might say, I don't cool. support it myself, but I get that it's on the books and it's not a fight we're going to have if yeah. I'm elected president. So. And that's how you were defending like Neil Gorsuch and uh, the other guy, the, who was Brett the, Kavanaugh. Brett Kavanaugh, because you think that um, you're not concerned about abortion going away, even though you're against abortion. You've told me before that you're not concerned about abortion going away because you think that they've assumed it as settled law because it's been since the 70s, right? Since 1973. That yeah. is uh, almost and as old as the hotel we are currently recording in. And <laughs> I think that, uh, I mean, yeah, if they have true respect for the law and the history, and both of them have stated that they have respect for what's called jurisprudence, which yeah. is uh, basically, you know, what's on the books, what the courts previously decided, 
it has to be big to be overturned. Like something big has to happen for it to be overturned. Yeah. Um, but I also just think, you know, they also probably don't want to get shot in their homes. So we haven't heard those things from those states where they did the uh, heartbeat bills. Those were all supposed to go to the Supreme Court. Have we heard anything about those? No, that stuff takes time. Mm. I mean, they're probably still in the lower courts. So is that law in those states or do they have to wait for it to go to the Supreme Court? Uh, it's no. Well, the Supreme Court decided, at least with uh, Georgia, was yeah. that because the state of Georgia petitioned the Supreme Court and said, while this is going through the court system, we would like to enact it as law. And the court voted five to four, saying, no, you have to wait until it gets to us before we will let it be implemented. Because essentially, Georgia's already made a law. It's just lower courts are holding up the process. Yeah. And they wanted to say, okay, until this has been finalized by the courts, let's get it going. Hmm. And they said no. But the court also said this yes to the transgender issue in the military. Oh, okay. And so it's they were both asked the same question. Can we implement this while it's being worked through the courts? Yeah. In one case they said yes, in the other case they said no. Mm-hmm. Difference was Chief Justice Roberts. But um, it was the one vote. But uh, anyway, that's, uh, you know. You ready for another question? That's neither here nor there. So. Um, you want to do another question? Yeah, we can do another one. All right. Go ahead. Put your hand in, in my bag. Yeah, feel around in there. Get those fingers wet. <laughs> You're so nasty. Oh, yeah. You know, Riley in real life is just a demented person. <laughs> and I'm not one of those faint of heart Christians that, like, somebody says damn and, you know, falls over with, like, a faint. But Riley is just really demented. I was watching the King of the Hill episode recently where um, he's looking for art for the road for his company and he goes to the liberal artists and they have like a whole bunch of like Washington being like George Washington being compared to Adolf Hitler and then there was one that was like the capitalist dick and and someone just pulls off a a cave like a uh, the cover of like a big dick statue and he's like Bobby car now (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty awesome fucking love King of the Hill uh, King of the Hill has a lot of transgender jokes that would not fly today, though. Oh, boy, this question. Oh, boy. Is this the question that you didn't want to do? No. No. Uh, this question, Oops. I don't know how it fits politically, but it hits home. When you are troubled, it's better not to think about it, but to keep busy with more cheerful things. Oh, my God. How the fuck does this give you anywhere? I'm going to throw this question that one away um remind me to pick that up before we go (laughs) when you are troubled it's better not to think about it but to keep busy with more cheerful things what the fuck does this have to do with the political spectrum that's what i want to know how does this tell like if you answer anything on this where does that put you well it could be Again, for the listeners, it's strongly disagree, disagree, agree, or strongly agree. No, this is a bullshit question option. <laughs> I'm, I, I have a way that it could be interpreted politically, but I don't, it's hard to, you know, something you can't, like, put into words. But let me just tell you my answer. My answer, here, what I do in real life is very different <laughs> than the answer. So as we talked about during our drug podcast episode 10 yeah i admit that i used to be addicted to painkillers and what happened is that it made me think life was perfect and nothing 
in the future was a problem and everything would work itself out. And in just the last couple of years, I've come to realize that even though the addiction's no longer there, that mentality still is to where I don't pursue things because I've decided to tell myself that's in the future, things will work itself out, which kind of relates to this about when you're troubled, it's better not to think about it. I think it depends on, I guess, what what it means by troubled. But I would say overall the answers disagree because it's not a good policy to just, you know, bury what you're feeling and, you know, let it cause problems elsewhere. Um, when you are troubled, it's better not to think about it, but to keep busy with more cheerful things. When you're troubled, okay, so like when you're sad? When you're sad or, or like down. angry? angry i mean i do think it's good when you're angry to let off steam in a positive way instead of you know like for example assaulting the person you're mad at so that could be or is it like stressed like you need to do you need to write an entire essay should you work on the essay or should you play watch tv shows or play video games um i'd say in that case you should probably when you are, you troubled, should work out a process to slowly get the essay done. I would like to see the person who wrote this question and just be like, what just the punch them in fuck? the face. What the? Okay, fuck? well, this doesn't, you know. This well, is, no, 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 the, the, I want to discuss this I some mean, more it's, because it's so dumb. <laughs> okay, if, if anybody can tell us how this is a political question, and you get a, you get it to make sense to us, we will give you a twenty dollar gift card. Oh yeah, where to? I don't care, but <laughs> just one person who makes the most sense to us. Okay. We will give you a $20 gift card. You hear that? There's a $20 gift card online. make this politically relevant to us and tell us how it fits into the political compass. I'll put that in the description so that more people listen. Don't say so more people listen. You're a bad host. No, huh? but that's... <laughs> We're not eager for viewers. We do this because we love it. Okay, when I'm troubled, and I'm going to assume troubled means, like, sad or angry or anxious, I like to, personally, what I usually do is I go for a walk and listen to, to death metal. That doesn't sound good. Do you think that That's is... That's not joyful. Do you think that that is keeping busy with more cheerful things? It depends. Are you putting off something that needs to take be taken care of, or are you trying to... Well, I don't know. There's not a fucking second line here that says this applies to writing an essay. That's what... I mean, that's... <laughs> I, I don't know what I originally answered on this. I think I originally answered agree because I was like, oh, yeah, I agree. That's what I would do. <laughs> but I think if I'm given an answer of what you should do, then, I mean, it depends on what the question's asking. And honestly, I'm kind of just, I don't know. I don't have much more to say on this, Riley. Okay. I, I think I would say strongly agree. It's better not to think about it, but to keep yourself busy with more cheerful things. And the reason why I say strongly agree and I don't. I still don't see how this is political. But for myself personally, if we're talking about this from a self help self help point of view, I prefer not to let the burden, life's burdens, rest on my shoulders, because in the end, I don't care about life all that much. And it's oh like, it, I know that you think you view that as a hopeful thing, but for me, I view that as a positive thing. Of I'm not gonna let shit get me down because in the point what does it really matter you know we're just fucking space dust clumped together and luckily we have a brain so we can think about bullshit questions like this <laughs> but um i i just i don't think it's worth it to live your life letting things bother you 
and that whether is, you think that's that, a true point because there we go. I know somebody who lets every little single thing get to them, mom, and um, <laughs> so listening in. Uh, but seriously, she lets every little thing get to her, and she'll like go into a panic attack worrying about like bills that have to be paid in two weeks. Yeah. And I was over at her place recently. She's like, I have to remember to call Comcast on this day and do this on this day. So, like, I was sitting right in the chair next to her Alexa, yeah. which she doesn't even use. And I was like, Alexa, remind me in three days to pay this bill. Alexa, remind me in two days to call Comcast. Alexa, remind me on August 16th to do whatever she had if to do. If any of our listeners are listening to this, like, with an open speaker and they happen to have an Alexa. That's the risk you take nowadays. But anyway. Xbox on. <laughs> because there's a, the Connect has Okay, voice. Google. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> you have Google on your phone. <laughs> I do. Um, anyway, so the point is, is uh, she, she lets herself get stressed out by things that aren't beyond her control but are beyond her control right now yeah and so let me tell you what my good friend jesus said he jesus said jesus christ don't worry about tomorrow yeah tomorrow's going to worry about itself it has enough worries of its own was that jesus who said that it was he said don't worry about tomorrow for what tomorrow has that? its own worries it was in uh it's definitely in the book of matthew but it's probably in one of the other <laughs> gospels too no it's in the other gospels as well but uh did you read the book of Matthew first because your name is Matthew? Mm, I read it first because it's. I was advised if you're going to read the Bible, start with the New Testament. It's the first book of the New Testament, so. I started reading Samuel because my first name, my middle name is Samuel, and uh, that's not a good spot so to start. At I all. started reading Samuel, but then I just got bored. And that's I was like, like I don't somebody know what's going saying on. like start at Leviticus because this is what we believe. Wow, I don't. That doesn't make a better reference for me at all. That's you like, been like the one that's like starting uses... with Order of the Phoenix in the Harry Potter that's, series. No, it's a different <laughs> concept because with uh, Leviticus, that's the one like you know fundamentalist used to quote gay marriage even oh, though yeah. you're quoting it in the wrong concept mm. um wrong context sorry and uh like the whole book of leviticus christians will quote for a whole bunch of reasons but it only applied to a certain group of people in a certain part of the world at a certain time in history and the only thing we can take from it is the character of god we can't take anything about the rules and apply them to today's life it mm. doesn't work and that's my point to you, is you can't start there and expect a good outcome. Otherwise, you're going to have problems that you're worrying about. <laughs> Troubles. Um, okay, I'm going to sound like a hippie here, but oh, okay. um, uh, if I'm troubled about paying a bill or where I'm going to live or things like that, it's pretty easy for me to just give up modern uh, conveniences like... If I needed to pack up everything, sell most of my shit, and live in a van, I could do that. If I got to the point where living in a van was an option, I had to become homeless and live in a tent, I could do that. I would, I would work hard to keep myself from being in that position, or if I got into that position, I would work hard to get out of it. But I'd also be willing to, if that was required of me, if my debts got so bad in life that I was required to be homeless living in a tent in downtown Seattle, I could bear with that. And in the end, I'm not going to stress myself out over an internet bill 
I, it just it's not worth it you know life is not long enough to be stressed about that kind of shit but when you're stressed about it the question says do you do you just think about something else then because yeah, it's yeah. also a matter of not addressing your problems well i mean i that just because uh Focusing on something cheerful doesn't mean giving up responsibility, at least mm. by my interpretation. That's good. And that might be what this question is asking. Are they, it might be all about responsibility and the subtext of it. But for me personally, thinking about something positive or cheerful, as the question says, um, I that doesn't mean giving up responsibility. That means, okay, I'm not going to think about the internet bill right now. Which internet's really fucking expensive, by the way. They need to fix that. There needs to be less taxes and more, less regulations, so that there can be more internet companies. Internet is by um, Donald Trump. But what are you doing with your hands? <laughs> I'm doing the, You're Donald, doing Trump the Donald Trump, Trump hands. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, it's uh, it, in the end, it's just not worth it, man. All right. I forgot where I was going. Well, oh, cheerful. I will still go to work and I will still try to pay that bill. But if I can't, so be it. You know, I'll pay the late fee charges adapt. or whatever. Um, all right. Uh, Thanks for listening, ready, everybody. Yeah, you ready to wrap up this episode? Um, well, thank you, everyone, for uh, listening to Quadrant 4 Politics. I hope you enjoyed the new formula. Please let us know formula. Format, this is not a chemistry test. It could be test. a formula. Well, if I you mean, don't like what it, are the, let us what are the know also. What are the ingredients of this formula? Uh, well, you know, there's pulling from the bag, a <laughs> nice. piece of paper. Yeah. So, Do you have a lot of experience with pulling out, Matt? <laughs> anyway, so if you did not enjoy this format, also let us know because if you know most people want us to go back to uh, you know doing a topic of the week, you know, since like sixty people have been killed last week in the last week over shootings, you know, like if there's ha, no, ha, that's so I'm funny. not laughing about it. I'm talking about the irony of us talking about little little irrelevant things. Then let us know. Um, but, you know, this way we get to come at it as unprofessionals with no experience, so... Because what right do we have to talk about guns and drugs and prostitution and uh, abortion? Well, you're a prostitute, basically. Shit, yeah. Anyone, hey, uh, send us a private message and I'll hook you up with some dick. Send Riley one. Well, we share a private message. I mean, it's it's... It's not like we have ended. We're not giving out our personal emails. All righty. If you see the email, just let me know. Be like, hey, someone sent us an email. They want, they want your In dick. the subject, too, Riley. <laughs> All right, everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, be sure to look us up on SoundCloud and YouTube. Uh, email us at quadrant4politics at gmail.com. That's the number four, not spelled out. And um, uh, please like, comment, and subscribe. Specifically comment. Also share with your friends. We would really really appreciate that because all we care about is getting more viewers we do God, this it's hard stupid. work it is hard work to sit here motherfuckers and talk man conversations we would have had otherwise too yes you're goddamn right all right bye <laughs> bye